0: Before I get started on today's episode, I just want to let you know that I will be part of a Recalibrate and Rise Summit at the end of January 2021. And so information will be coming on that shortly. That will be all about human design. So if you've ever been interested in learning more about that, there will be I think 12 speakers and we'll all be talking about different things. So my part in that is I will be talking about time management and energy management through your unique design. Also, if you ever want to know what your unique design is, you can go and get your free human design chart at mybodygraph.com. And if you would like help in determining what that means about you, you can always sign up for a session with me and I call those mind shift sessions. Those are at rebeccaturvo.com forward slash design. Now, in today's episode, I am so excited to be talking with my friend and fellow mastermind sister, Bonnie McVie, and it's especially interesting about her story because she recovered from both alcoholism and breast cancer. So let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Beautifully Bloomed, the podcast where we explore how to break you out of the box of rules and beliefs that are holding you back from the life you are meant to live. I'm your host, Rebecca Turvo. Join me as I share mindset tools, coaching conversations, and human design to help you uncover your unique gifts and create the life, relationships, and business you desire. Today, I am talking with Bonnie McVee, owner of McVee Coaching. She is a life coach who is passionate about partnering with midlife female creative entrepreneurs and supporting them to use their own personal understanding of spirit to have a bolder expression of who they are so that they can create from their soul. Today, Bonnie utilizes her life coaching to transform them from the inside out as she inspires them to awaken to the power of co-creating with spirit to support them in building thriving businesses which are aligned with who they are and know themselves to be. Welcome, Bonnie. I'm so happy to have you as part of my podcast launch, and I'm so excited you're here.
1: Thank you, Rebecca. I'm thrilled that you've chosen me to be here with you. Yeah.
0: yeah. So before we start, I just want to like tell a little bit about how we met because we met in a group that we're in, and um, we're both learning to become retreat leaders, right? Um, source yeah. leaders, and. I think you were in the group before I started, right? Mm-hmm. You're now ending in this group, but so. Yeah, I am um, this month. Yeah, yeah. So we met in this and we've met on retreat, although not in person, but on retreats we've met. And virtual so. Virtual retreat. Virtual, yes. These virtual retreats we've been doing, which are super fun. And you've been running some yourself or you have, you've just had one, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. And so this is going to become both of our like business models is running retreats. And maybe you and I will do one together one of these days, right?
1: Oh, I would love that. It would be so much fun. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. So I'm curious, tell me a little bit about um, the reason I wanted to have you on my podcast is because you've been through some like major shifts in your life, right? And I feel like where we learn the most for ourselves and for our clients is through these shifts that we go through. So like, which I know, there's a few that you have. So I'll just like, first of all, let you tell me which one you want to talk about, you know, because you've had some major, major shifts in your life.
1: I've I've probably had two major ones. And the first one was getting sober. And Mm. um, of course, that was a big shift in my life. So I've had 18 years of sobriety.
0: Congratulations. Thank you. That's amazing, right?
1: Yeah, it is amazing. Uh, when I first got sober, I couldn't even imagine what 18 years would look like. Um, yeah. But um, so one of the big things for me in getting sober was I did attend AA. And in AA, they talk about believing in a power greater than yourself. And mm. that that higher power can be whatever you want it to be. And I found that to be really freeing as opposed to some of the ways I have been told my higher power is was when I was growing up.
0: Yes, that's something yeah. you and I shared, actually, in common, yeah. that we had this idea about what we're supposed to believe, right? Exactly. So that's what you're talking about. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. And um, what I found is God is just so much bigger than what I was taught as a child. And um, yeah, and um, whether whether people call their higher power God or the universe or spirit, um it's to me it's all the same thing i i just use yeah. the word god um yeah. and so um and i really felt like when i made the decision to stop drinking god co-created that with me and my cravings went away i mean i i just quit and it was super easy for me um really? but i believed that yeah i believed that my higher power would help me through that and and i really did um I mean, he really did. It really did. Um, Did you have like a bigger
0: reason? Let me, I was just curious. Was there a bigger reason in the background? You know how sometimes if we don't have like a really compelling reason to quit. I had a
1: compelling reason. I had a daughter. I had a daughter who um, had gotten um, into some drugs that were. Yeah. Yeah. Crystal meth. Crystal meth. and um really scary and um I mentioned to her that she was going to have to um go have an evaluation if she was going to come back and live in the house and she called me out and said well um you're an alcoholic and if you don't go have an evaluation I'm not going to go have an evaluation and I said, wow wow yeah
0: amazing
1: yeah and then six my six month um my six month anniversary of not drinking was the first time I took her to a meeting. So that was pretty powerful for, for both of us actually. Um, And um, I grew up with an alcoholic mother and she had an alcoholic mother. And so really getting to stop that generational pattern in our family um, is the bigger picture of what, my sobriety did and my mother's sobriety did she she yeah. passed away with 31 years of sobriety and so she was a good teacher amazing
0: for me. yeah yes yeah,
1: yeah well we tend then, to
0: want to teach our children through how we're acting and being not how what we say to do right it's mm-hmm. a better teacher to see like to be mm-hmm. an example instead of yes you shouldn't <laughs> right
1: right it's totally. amazing and, yeah. such a mirror, and such a mirror they are for us to see our own yeah. things that we, well, at that point, I was living pretty much um, unconsciously in my subconscious mind. And I was yeah. on, you know, that automatic behavior um, and never really gave much thought to how things could really be different. Like, you know, I just had this mindset that was this way. And when I quit drinking, it, it kind of took those blinders off and opened me up to so much more, which takes me into um, my next big uh, shift that I had, which was getting a cancer diagnosis.
0: Wow. Now, how many years just into your sobriety was the cancer?
1: Two and a half years.
0: Oh, my gosh. So
1: wow. I feel like, <laughs> um, I feel like. God allowed me to get sober prior to getting cancer yeah. so that I was able to survive cancer. And I was able yeah. to go into this journey, that journey of, um, cancer, uh, with, uh, uh, being present. Cause that's, yes. that's really what happened in that, in that moment. And I would not have been able to even get to present if I had still right. been drinking. Right. Yeah. So how really long did like it
0: take you to beat cancer? Do you think like
1: to beat cancer,
0: to beat it or whatever you would say? Are you, I don't think it yet? took
1: very long. Um, so I found the lump in my breast and I immediately just knew from my own wisdom that it was cancer. And, um, I think it was after my first chemo treatment, I was, uh, laying down, looking out the window, and I was so completely present to the now, because when death is knocking at your door and you don't know if you're gonna survive this thing called cancer, which I had a very um, aggressive breast cancer, a triple negative, um, you all of a sudden are very aware of being even more present, right? And looking out the window, I could see the energy. I know this sounds like I was tripping on drugs, but really I wasn't. <laughs> I could see the energy in the leaves that wow. that made the leaf, the leaf. And I was so yeah. just in awe of the beauty outside my window. And um, I heard in my mind, not audibly, that, um, God say be still and know that I am God which to me meant I got this and you got this and I knew in that instant I was going to live I just knew in that instant I was going to live so to survive cancer I feel like I survived that really early on surviving the the chemo and the radiation was a whole nother story that took about a year Mm. and a half
0: yeah so is that like cuz now you're a coach, right? So I'm curious like when did you decide to become a coach? Was well, it Well, interestingly in
1: enough, um I was a hairdresser for almost 30 years oh. and I call myself one of the original life coaches cuz of course I was coaching behind the chair. I just didn't know yeah. that's what I was doing. Um yeah. and um I thought, well, gosh, if I got some I heard about life coaching, I thought mm, a few skills and some tools I might actually be onto something here so I was halfway through my coach's training program which was a year long when I got my cancer diagnosis and interestingly Um, enough I had just been learning about living at effect of your circumstances or living at cause for your mm -hmm. life and so previously I particularly when I was in my drinking days I was living at effect of my circumstances. I was pretty much living as a victim of life. And yeah. um, I got this cancer diagnosis shortly after I learned all this. And it was as if, as if God said to me, well, you've just learned a few things here. What do you wanna do? Let's let's put into practice. And I decided I was gonna be responsible and I was gonna be at cause. And um, and I know you're gonna love this because you're all about joy too. Yeah. Um, finding joy after,
0: um, after tragedy or, or hard times. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. And so, um, I chose joy. I chose joy. I said, I'm choosing joy through this cancer journey. And, um, that was not only for myself, but I had two teenage daughters at the time and I really Mm -hmm. wanted them to not be living in so much fear. And so for them to see me being joyful through this journey, I think was really, um, So valuable for them. And then, shortly after, well, a few years after um, I survived my cancer journey and my girls were with me through this journey, my daughter um, gave birth to a child who um, has brain cancer. And she was four and a half months old at the time. So, here my daughter had gone through watching what living with cancer can look like and then she got a daughter with brain cancer and I really feel that was so valuable for her walking into what she was now going to be um, dealing with and also for me because now I'm watching my daughter and my granddaughter go through this and choosing joy and the big thing in choosing joy is being so present in the moment because you cannot be joyful if you are not present in the moment.
0: Right. So many of us live our life thinking about the future or the past, right? All the time.
1: And when you're looking yeah. at a cancer, when you have cancer or you're looking at your child, granddaughter with cancer, yeah. You need to stay present because yes. going off in the future is just a big old rabbit hole of fear. Right? Right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. What a gift. Yeah. What, right? What a gift to give your children to Teach them how to live in the present moment. I mean, that's with today's technology and our phones and all the stuff. It's hard to sometimes we don't, yeah, we're not just present even in any moment, right? We're just yeah. kind of numbed out. Like
1: <laughs> the average adult lives 95% of their day from their subconscious mind.
0: Yeah, exactly. So fascinating.
1: And so, so we're making, the average adult is making decisions from their, subconscious mind where their limiting beliefs live, those beliefs that um, stop them from being who they can be, you know, the fear. And not only that, but many of the beliefs that we take on as a child, we don't really question until they stop working for us, right?
0: Right. Right. We we just think
1: that's how it is. And so if, if you were taught one thing about money, for instance, And um, you're having a hard time in life dealing with money. You just think that's how it's going to be because that's coming from your subconscious mind. But when you can get conscious to, oh my gosh, there are many other ways to look at money or relationships or love or life or any of that. It's so freeing because you get to choose. You get to choose how you want. Yeah,
0: exactly. So what do you do with your clients now? You're a life coach. So what, what specifically, what do you help clients with?
1: Well, getting present is a big deal and, um, living present. And so we look at, um, I, my clients, I are, my ideal client is a woman in her probably midlife, um, who is a creative and is, um, really looking to have a bold expression of themselves And um, so what we do is we look at what is stopping you. We really look at those blocks and not only do we look at the blocks, but we look at where did they come from and do you want to bring those forward in your life or is that something you want to release? And then on top of that, we look at who you are at the core of your being, your essence, and are you living from there and choosing again to be present and choosing to come from your essence and not those uh, other beliefs that we have grown up with that maybe don't work for us anymore. Um, but we have to learn what those are. We have to be aware of them in order to change them. And so that's exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's what you help women do is become aware of where they're probably bringing in their limiting beliefs or the blocks. Right.
1: Yeah. And how they're affecting yeah. their life and impacting them. And they don't really understand or know that. Yeah. And and, and sometimes the work can be confronting, But um, because uh, I feel like God really works through me when I coach, um, there's just this way where I'm able to meet people where they are without judgment or blame. I've probably been in a lot of those positions or thoughts Mm -hmm. and um, I'm able to um, transform them with my presence so that they can see what it's like to be so present.
0: Yeah, you have like a beautiful way of, because I've been on many calls with you where you just kind of know something. It's weird, right? You just like have this knowing about what's going on with somebody. And that's like such a gift.
1: Yes, it's definitely one of my gifts. Yeah,
0: for sure. I love that about you. So you're kind of an intuitive coach, right? Like it's very, it's very Very intuitive with you.
1: Yes. Yeah. So
0: that's good for people to know <laughs> that if you like yeah. intuitive coaching, Bonnie yeah. is one of those intuitive coaches.
1: Yeah, I, I just pick up and, and sometimes I'll say things, Rebecca, and they'll say, can you say that again? And I'll be like, um,
0: <laughs> right, right. Because it just yeah. came,
1: it was just so intuitive and just came through me that Yeah. I have to, I can't remember sometimes. I
0: know, which I love because also we've been on calls where I've asked you to look at something I've written and you just have this way of like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. And you just say it in like a way that makes so much more sense. And I'm like, well, yes, that's exactly what I meant to say, but somehow or other, right? You just get yeah. to the heart of the pro I'm like, that's it. So
1: yeah. yes, and, you, and you have actually, this gift about it. <laughs> I actually have clients who say that, like, yeah, you just get it and can put it into words that I kind of know is there, but I don't know what it is. Right. So it, it it really is an, in, an intuition it is. and it's a gift and a wisdom that I've been given.
0: Yes. And probably and- earned
1: some of it. <laughs>
0: Right. And we talked about, um, because now I want to get in a little bit into your human design, because I do help my clients. I use this tool a lot in my business, but um, we looked at your design and you, I could see why there was an intuitive thing about you. Like there's in your chart, I can see a lot of that, but I'm curious, like, how did it help you when you found out that you're a manifester? How did that help in your business?
1: It really Every, in every in every area of my life, it really helped me understand how I can come up with these visions and I have these ideas, yet I'm not a generator. So <laughs> I don't have the gift of putting things into motion. I don't have yeah. the gift of making things happen. And so I know that I have to have team behind me. I have to have somebody with me that can do the things that I I get the vision, they figure out how it can be done.
0: Exactly. I think the most important thing is for manifestors, right? It's like, just go, you're here to manifest it, right?
1: Yeah, but it also, (laughs) it also gave me, um, it helped me not feeling bad that I wasn't getting stuff done or I wasn't able to, you know, like it explained where my frustration was coming from in following through with these things. Yes, Really, very relieving. Yes, <laughs> because, you I find know, I'm Starting to think, what's wrong? What's wrong? Something's right? wrong. Yes. Yeah, because that's, that's right where we go. Here. That's where we go. Yeah.
0: Exactly. From manifestors and projectors, right? Without that sacral energy, it's like I hear them say, "Oh, I always thought something was wrong. Like you're so busy trying to keep up with us generators and manifesting generators. There's must be something wrong. Like why don't I, you know, why don't I feel like I have the energy for that? but it's yeah, when you it know totally it, it's perfect. It. Yeah. yeah. totally Perfect. Cause you yeah. have so, many so much gifts. freedom
1: in there then to, you know, use my manifesting more because I know I've got people that are going to come alongside me and generate it out. Right.
0: Right. And we're like, we're here to like, see what you're, vi- we're like here to respond to your vision. Like, this is why I'm like, I'm a manifesting generator. I'm here to like, see the manifestors visions and be like, okay, and then I'm going to go build the whatever the thing is, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like the difference between my role and your role, but is when we're not like paying attention to our role, and we're trying to be somebody else's role, right? Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's very frustrating. It's It's very
1: frustrating. Yeah, It's incredibly (laughs) interesting. And if you all haven't had your um, human design done, I highly recommend it.
0: It is so fun.
1: Wonderful (laughs) information. It is fun.
0: I could talk about it forever. So I have to bring it in on the podcast. I Um, love it. Yes, I love it too. So Bonnie, where could people find you if they wanted to connect with you or know more about what you're doing or what you're up to? Like, What's the best way for them to connect with you?
1: they can catch me on instagram or facebook Uh, i am bonnie mcvee on instagram and on facebook i am also bonnie mcvee and or salt and pepper coaching and i currently have a creative soul breakthrough vip day that i'm offering the month of december um, at a very reduced rate, and um, for all of you creative souls out there that might be stuck or are looking to take your your business and your creations to another level, you'll get to spend the day with me, and we will go through many of the things we talked about earlier today, um, and awesome. get you unstuck and get you living in your magnificence.
0: Awesome! Thank you so and they much, Bonnie. Um, the
1: link. The link is in my bio. Yes. Both Instagram and Facebook for that. Yes. Creative breakthrough, soul breakthrough.
0: And in the show notes, we'll put that oh, in there too. So, <clears throat> so yes, look in the show notes to connect with Bonnie. And thank you so much for being here today, Bonnie. It's been super oh, fun thanks to have
1: Rebecca. you. It was always great to spend time with you. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please go subscribe so that you get notified of all the future goodies that are coming along. While you're there, please leave me a review and let me know what you think so excited to share this with you and can't wait to talk to you next time. Bye!